Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. You know how we always record a week behind? Is this a rhetorical question or are you No, I mean it may be rhetorical and it may be common sense, but you can answer it. I mean, it's out of convenience, right? Like we wouldn't intentionally be a week behind if we didn't have to be. That's true. We were saying on last episode how we wanted to make sure that uh, it didn't age like milk. So I just want to do a lighthouse update. Oh, oh, so and we do have a lighthouse lost. update. Uh, so, so instead of, instead of editing post podcast and adding the little tidbit where you're like, oh, by the way, the Eagles lost. No, you decided to come Mind in here and remind me that we lost by one point and a bad call. Which is not the first time that it has happened to Philadelphia. It's just another cherry on top of a very, very well played game. It was tough to the to the teeth to the very end. And um, this is coming from somebody who watched absolutely none of it. <laughs> <laughs> because we were here for you. I did watch highlights though. Um, cause did you cry? Listen to Oh no, it would be take me up on eagle's wings, wouldn't it? You are a disrespectful motherfucker. Do you know that? You don't even like football. No, I like football. I just don't care about it. Football. Listen to me chastising him like I watched the game. (laughs) Uh, Tragic. Tragic. In other sports news, the white guy won the slam dunk contest by rising and crashing through. This is Doc and Ziggy with the flood. Your favorite weekly pop culture digest back at you again, That's taking the our news around us. That shapes the culture that defines us. Oh, I always forget that part now. And I loved that part when I came up with it, right? Like, I loved it. I was like, yeah, that's hot. That's hot. It's always, it's also um, a lot to say when we are trying to take our pop perspective. To put the culture in context. And make the mainstream make make sense. sense. Because if we don't make sense, we don't make dollars. And this week's hit on the algorithm is... Come down, come down, come down, mm, baby, come down. By Rema and Selena Gomez. Did I say that? I probably butchered the shit out of it. <laughs> and what all that preamble actually means is we take some of the news that you've been hearing about, some of the news that you may have missed, and try to find the meaning of it all. The bigger picture, if you will. The bigger um, picture is the Eagles loss. That's if we actually get to it, because there's a whole lot, a whole lot going on. And what's some of the shit we got going on other than the Eagles loss? I know of which, if you remind me, 
one more time that the Eagles lost, I'm going to pull a Martin and make you get the fuck out, man. All right, well, I just want to tell you, I was scrolling through the internet today. As per usual. I was on this website. You may have heard of it before. Pornhub? Uh, It's called Reddit. Oh. Pornhub Lite. Yeah, mm. diet Pornhub. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm Pornhub Jr. <laughs> I feel like Reddit would like, or no, Reddit would be like Pornhub make Pornhub face, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. So yes, I am familiar with the Reddit. With the uh, the Reddit, and there's this. Uh, so they have these things called subreddits. Yes. Which are like yes. little communities right. inside of the like Reddit. a subway. Yeah. Right? Where people bother each other and sit uncomfortably next to each other while trying to strike up conversation. Yeah, kind of. But um, less sweaty. Well, there's, there's this wonderful subreddit called Ask Reddit. Oh, I love it. Where it asks everybody on Reddit anything. So, if that didn't make sense, Reddit is a social media platform <laughs> where... Lots of little niche forums are aggregated and brought together for its user base um, that is most of the subreddits are self-moderated. Unfortunately, one of the subreddits that Reddit became popular for, uh, not popular, excuse me, notorious for was r slash jailbait, I think was the one that, that rocketed Reddit into the mainstream. Right, um, had the news, you know, the CBS's and the Fox's talking about. So they have this whole r slash ask Reddit subreddit, right? It's really popular. I don't understand why it exists when they should just ask us for the answers. <sighs> Introducing answers with, with Docrates and Zygmunt Freud. I know everything. I know wisdom, I know bad religion, I know good karma. You ain't got the answer, Sway. I've been doing this more than you. That's right. Where Zig and I will find a, you know, particularly interesting Ask Reddit thread and... Or anything that Reddit may have to answer. You may come, I may come across a Am I the Asshole that is particularly interesting. However, I found one on Ask Reddit and I would like to tell you this title and then give you some of the responses. What is 100% good when wet? Hold on, wait, let me let me lean in one more time for the ASMR content. Bro, I can tell you it's not socks. Dry mouth is the worst. So I feel like with hot sauce. Okay, hold on. I feel like this Reddit thread off jump is going to be a bunch of things that are not or that are not good when dry, right? Like, no, you'd be surprised. They're all very solid answers. Well, nobody wants a dry mouth. Pause. Um, is that pause? A slip and slide. Fellas, is it gay to want a wet mouth? <laughs> A slip and slide. slide. Okay, yeah, nobody wants. Okay, right. All right. Okay. So. A shower. I feel like that's by tech. Like that's r slash technically the truth. My eyeballs. Uh, another okay. 
these are a bunch of like r slash technical like these things functionally have to be wet i need something that doesn't have to be wet but is better when wet streets in movies and that's that's a little weak that's a little weak like okay yeah like oh like a freshly rained on highway yeah i yeah, like you could think like like uh, in like the Tokyo summertime. Dirt, me, me, Excuse me, hold on, or like hold the on. romantic kiss with the light kick. A freshly rained on highway in the summertime, like so it's the sun is out and it'll dry up soon and you don't have to worry about hydroplaning. But like, yeah, that that should look cool. Okay, I can I can see that. Someone on fire. Someone see? commented underneath, unless it's an electrical or grease or metal fire. That throwing water on that will make it 100% worse. <laughs> Hold on, but if you, okay, so is grease not wet? So are you not wet already? Like, no one are, mentioned throwing. Throwing a greased up person who is on fire into a swimming pool <laughs> will 100% put them out. Right. Presumably the same thing with electricity, oh, provided fair. they're not still attached to the source. That's fair. However, the grease will remain alight and float on top of the water. Now the whole pool is on fire. Which, in this situation, is a not is better when wet. Is the pool on fire? We don't need no water because it is water. So, I also don't like how this thread is trending towards the only wet thing being water. Like, is Jello not wet? A woman's vagina. The next comment is. <laughs> I mean, someone had to say it. Right, right. Like, it's not. All right, twenty. It just minutes. said when wet. What's okay? So, what's better when wet? All right, fine. And then I guess like. You, I don't like this thread Pasta. because, um, okay. Dreams. No, hold on. Mm, I didn't, that, that, yo, hold on. That mm sounded mad sus just now. Like when you go back and edit that shit, it was long too, right? Mm, pause, that's what she said. Uh, <laughs> damn it, damn it. I can't make all of these sus comments after the wet dream comment, right? Like, it's not. Hi, my name's Oh, damn. I gave my government out. Edit that out. You know, like, seriously, like, cut that out. Because people are fucking weird. I call him by his government all the time, though. I absolutely refuse it's to call him. I am a government official. That's right. See? See? And I am just, I'm not even technically a government employee. I'm a county employee. You That's... can find my address and egg my house. I would just wonder why you're wasting eggs with how much they cost. No, people. yeah, because he would let his mom clean it off. I don't know that shit. <laughs> They'd be like, why did our house get egg? I don't know. Yeah, it's <laughs> you probably- You have the American flag. You made it your yeah. fascist. Yeah, then look, I would immediately pull the Trump card, right? I'd be like, it's probably because you guys got the Trump flags in the front yard. I'm just saying, like- Ooh, <laughs> This is some Seinfeld shit. Yo, you could know what would be Seinfeld shit. Egg my Yo, mom's house. house. Yes. Egg my own house. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Oh, why are shows about terrible people so funny? Because terrible people are hilarious. Yeah. No, they're not. They're terrible people. I have a friend named Ducky who I will admit is a horrible person, but Jesus Christ, he is a great hat. Named Ducky. Yeah. How do you get that name? Because he always ducked away from police. Oh. He also quacks when he smokes. 
Like, you know, people are just start coughing, he quacks. Please, 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 for the love of Black History Month, tell me Ducky is not black. So the thing is, <laughs> is when he was locked up, I actually, I think we were in college. I went to Marley Station Mall and I got a custom shirt made that said Free Ducky and it was him like tapping down the bowl. And then uh, our I friend wish... Pac-Man actually hit me up. He's like, yo, can you get I... me one of those shirts so I can wear it in concert? I wish uh, y'all Ducky, could see yes. my face. Pac-Man, no. So disappointed. Um, I mean, I haven't seen him in a couple of years. He cleaned up his act, but all people ain't skin people. Is, is what, or all skin people? All right. Ain't, so you know how I talk about I said that wrong. Wild, and I wish I could just bring popcorn to him. No, Ducky's a lot of the reason why. And then you brought the Yu-Gi-Oh tournament thing into is. Does Ducky, That's why I'm so excited about next Saturday. Does Ducky have a Juggalo tattoo? No. Okay. All right. Ducky's a black dude. You really? Can't, no. He's yes. Like, he's like, yes. And shit like that. That's not far off. That is not you. Are you really going to look me in my face and All tell right. me Odd Future right. is that far of a leap from ICP? Not, not. Okay, Magnus. I, I, insane Clown Posse for people who may want to take that clip out of context. Clutter. Good call. So, back to the Reddit thread. Welcome to the Tangent Podcast, where we go on tangent after tangent after tangent. Um, I am not impressed by any of those answers. Um... Something that I could think of that is better when wet. So, what exactly is better when wet? Volleyball. On jump shot. <sighs> Get the fuck out of here. That is a good ass fucking answer, and you know it. So, volleyball is a good answer. Um, would you rather play volleyball on the sand or volleyball? Uh, probably the sand because as we have gone over before, pools are not fun for me. Which should make volleyball in a pool even easier for you to beast at. Which makes it very unfun. So Look, I feel like Wilt Chamberlain out there. I was gonna say, I think we have two different definitions of what fun is because you're like, ooh, I kinda want it to be challenging. And I'm like, ah, no, I'm talking right, so on everybody this is, this is in your face, nigga. Like, like, all right. There are things that I know I'm really fucking good at, right? Okay. But I get bored by them. Mm. So I try to make it harder on myself by literally going for style points. That is most abundantly clear in my card plan. I never want to play something just meta because it's it bores me. Like, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is this is not making me think. You know what else was boring, people? Um, this new Ant-Man movie. Apparently, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania with our boy Jonathan Majors is kind of uh, maybe a little bit of a possibly a snore fest. A big disappointment. A big nothing burger, if you will. Um, uh, I will say The that, folks uh, is not happy. There's, um, so... 
for the podcast I listen to all the time, I Am Nerd Podcast. Shout out I Am Nerd Podcast. Shout out I Am Nerd at I Am Nerd Podcast. Goes to movies all the time. I used to before I had kids. He's got like one of those like pass things. And, oh, so the AMC, see a bunch of movies at a theater the movie the pass yeah. shits. Oh, so okay. he sees he sees like everything, right? And uh, like anytime he posts a review, or like uh, a review on a movie or something like that, yeah, I'm like, all right, this is a really good take. He's like Fraser Ebert. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. I can fuck with it because you know I'm a little bit. I I I I'm a film connoisseur, but uh, as you yeah, will, so, right? Uh, yeah, in the film Fraser class. Ebert chimed in and said it was some hot trash and damn hot trash for it to come out on streaming hot trash though that's so disappointing for jonathan because i feel like jonathan deserves better than that yeah, right he uh, that too paul He's rudd like, deserves better than that yeah right like I, it, well, paul rudd doesn't deserve anything considering damn. he found the fountain of youth in like 1996 him and keanu reeves and morgan freeman but a little late and morgan freeman eh, all right who was on the the crew to Eternal Youth? Angela Bassett too. No, no. So have you seen? So you haven't seen have Quantum Mania yet. I have not seen Ant Man and the Wasp two. I did see both Ant Man and Ant Man and the Wasp. And how did you feel about both of those movies? They're fun. You enjoyed them though. They're I mean, fun. do you think they were better than Thor: Love and Thunder? I mean, my take on Thor: Love and Thunder is it was fun, and Christian Bale was phenomenal. Okay, but answer the question. Were the first two Ant-Man movies better than Thor Love and Thunder? Yeah, probably about the same. About the same? Okay. So like we, movies I've watched the one time to be like, okay, I get how this plays into the MCU. So a lot of people are questioning now um, whether or not the MCU is finally running out of steam, uh, especially with the lackluster performance of She-Hulk and... Uh, what is it, Miss Marvel? Well, right, the, the right. ending of She-Hulk was fucking terrible. Um, I didn't watch it. <laughs> I didn't watch it. I did watch the Moon Knight. The episode I thought was fun. Um, I did watch that by daylight thing or whatever that little Halloween short that they put out. Um, that was great. Um, Moon Knight was good. Moon Knight felt like a live action WB cartoon. I okay, so I was gonna say once again another show that would have been great on the Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah, right. It felt like a live action WB yeah. cartoon before Supernatural, but like not like too early on in the day. Like Moon Knight is definitely like the eight PM slot. Yeah, I I don't know. Like, so how do you feel about the MCU's Phase Five so far? Like, have you seen Wakanda Forever five? yet? I think we're in Phase, phase Five. I thought it was Phase it's, Four. It's it's probably Phase Four. I'm I'm. Uh, I haven't seen Wakanda Forever yet. Uh, you have watched it now? No, but I will before Black History Month is over. You bet my black ass. Reminder: I should wear my Jackie Robinson jersey. Oh my fun. god. Um, so, but, but. How do I feel about the whole MCU phase four right now as a whole? It started off really strong with WandaVision and Loki. And then all of the other television shows have just kind of like fallen off. And they, everything feels so but What did you think about the What well, If series? said a great thing to me in the message. If everybody in the Marvel Universe is funny, nobody is. Eh, I, all right. Uh, what did you feel about What If? 
the What If series? Because you watched more of that than I did. It felt unnecessary. Take it or leave it? Yeah, it, like, it, it was one of those things where it was like, take it or leave it. And then when I found out that one of the What Ifs is canon, I'm like, God damn it. So yeah, I had to at least watch the Doctor Strange one. So did you see uh, Doctor Strange in the... Uh, Multiverse of Madness? Yeah. Yeah, I did see Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. You, it was fine. Did you see Spider-Man Far From Home? Of course I saw that one. No Way Home. Or No Way Home. Yeah. No Way Home. Yeah, No Way Home. Was yes, of course I saw that one. And how did you feel about that? So do you feel like... Good movie? I haven't watched it again since, but... Uh, well, that's because movie, it's like, like, where is it streaming? Like, stars? Like, it's not even Amazon on... Amazon Prime? Yeah, it's not even on Disney+. Movie. Plus. Right, that's what, I think it's like streaming on like Showtime or something like that because it's like that weird deal, thing, yeah, right? with sh- uh, fucking Sony. I'm at a toss up, right? Because we're at an interesting moment in um, this like comic book diaspora where DC is getting ready to completely, you know, retcon its whole universe with James Gunn, who has jumped ship from the Marvel side. They just gunned down the entire roster literally though right and um we're getting set up with all this uh flash update for the movie that's set to debut in what june the henry cavill roller coaster well it makes what makes this even more interesting now is the whole ezra miller campaign right like and them going on this rampage before and yes i'm calling it a rampage because what the fuck ezra miller was doing is absolutely pretty much a rampage and i don't understand how they got away with it like um we have a couple episodes there's one episode called ezra the menace if you just want a little bit of cover like let tyler the creator have done some shit like that let fucking childish gambino have done some shit like that right like no absolutely not like they would be locked up in the day get the fuck out of here anyway like i said you had that whole and the reason i call it a campaign right is because then you have james gunn coming in and cleaning fucking house right just like kicking everybody out left and right and everybody's like Yo, you're gonna throw out Henry Cavill? (laughs) Ezra Miller? But keep Ezra Miller. He just left The Witcher. He was getting Netflix money, right? So, funny, we'll go on the Cavill thing real quick. So, he leaves The Witcher because of creative differences and because DC wanted to continue him as Superman. Right. So, he signs on as Superman. Yep. Then James Gunn gets kicked out. Comes in and then kicks him out. And you know where he ends up now? Henry Cavill? On Amazon. No, on the Warhammer. On Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what the funny thing is? This is probably the job he wanted the most. So if it it really came down to you could be Superman or you could be Geralt or you could be a fucking space marine, he'd probably be like, all right, I want to be a space marine. I'm going to do space marine. So I saw an article earlier about him talking about the uphill battle that he has with the Warhammer franchise because... That is a very niche audience that they're trying to appeal to. So he was talking about how, you know, The Witcher at least had the video game audience. And, you know, Superman, that's established American pop iconography. 
through the video game. Yeah. I did not know about the book, the book series. series until I started playing the video game, right? And as I said earlier, Superman is classic Americana at this yeah. point. Right. Um, that's if we go by the heavily outdated Rolling Stone top 200 pop icons of all time, Superman, I think, was number 10. I don't blame them for that. No, He's me neither. literally the Ubermensch. Um, yeah. <laughs> Good word. That's uh, listen, listen. When you when you get into this film class and you deep dive into like the history of Superman, you're gonna be like, "Whoa, why the fuck does he know that?" Anyway, my entire point here was you kicked that guy out even more so than Christopher Reeves, right? Like, and I feel like Christopher Reeves was like your prototypical Superman. Right, like nobody embodied Clark Kent more than Christopher Reeves until Henry Cavill showed up. Yeah, I mean, if he didn't, then Eminem wouldn't have thrown so much shade. Uh, he made Christopher <sighs> Reeves jokes in like at least three songs. He wasn't the only person though. At that point, it was just very ironic that the Man of Steel was injured riding a horse. Like life-altering injury. Riding a horse. Also, also, Horses, not to be fucked with. They're not little. They're not little creatures, like at all. Like I don't know when the last time you've seen a horse IRL is, but them fuckers are huge. We were talking at school today about huge. the whole, like wild idea of like Assateague Island just having oh, wild, wild horses. horses. Oh, dude, that's so funny because I was literally just talking to Ashley the other day about how fucking like wild the idea of wild horses. Can you imagine going on a hike and then like cresting the top of a mountain and going down into a valley and like seeing wild horses running through the field? It would be like, dude, that's so majestic. I think it would break my brain. Like, <laughs> I would literally think I would have walked into a Tolkien novel. You know, I would be like, what the fuck? I'd be like, do I like whistle or something? Don't yeah. come my way. Like, hey, look at this untouched piece of land here. It's so raw. It's got wild horses running through it. It's a hipster's wet dream. Dreams. Things that are better when wet. <laughs> horses? Ooh, are horses better when wet? Pause. We need to ask Pause? the horse rider. Not a furry. And on that note. Let's take a break. <laughs> you take a sound, any sound, record it and then change its nature by multiplicity of operations. You record it at different speeds, you play it backwards, you add it to itself over and over again. You adjust filters, echoes, acoustic qualities. You combine segments of magnetic tape. By these means and many others, you can create sounds which no one has ever heard before. The position that Marvel has set themselves up in and the position that the DCEU is setting themselves up in it's a very interesting like bout that's getting ready to happen because with DC taking on the dude who is potentially responsible for a lot of the notoriety that Marvel gained with some of their I mean like the Guardians of the Galaxy franchise is really like I, I would say is the franchise that brought in a lot of the fence sitters because it was like that fun, like space opera-y kind of like, and it opened up the Marvel universe 
to a realm that wasn't just like you were. I was a comic book kid, and when I had no fucking clue who the Guardians of the Galaxy, the only one I knew was Nova, and he wasn't even in the Guardians. So what I was saying though is the Guardians of the Galaxy opened up the Marvel franchise to people who might have been like Star Trek fans, also, right? Also, it opened like, up the Marvel universe to obscure Marvel characters. Well, yes, right. It took the Marvel universe out of the realm of superheroes and expanded it into what Marvel really is, right? Which is this whole cosmic reality that exist with these unrealistic supernatural beings inside. And yet, the hardest working motherfucker is Daredevil, trying to protect four square blocks of Manhattan. <laughs> so, with James Gunn helming that, helming that franchise, right? Um, I believe I used that term correctly. And him jumping ship to the opposite team to completely refurbish the ground that they had already established and marvel having this kind of like the you know the the wind is letting out of their sails a little bit it puts dc in a very interesting position to be able to reclaim some of the iconography or some of the the popularity that they had with their main staple i mean when you think comic books you you don't think iron man you don't think Captain America. You think Superman. You think Batman, Batman right? Um, when you say comic book, the first thing I think of is Frank Brown and Calvin and Hobbes. No, I'm just kidding. It's no, Batman. You think Detective Comics, right? <laughs> I think specifically Batman. Yeah. So Marvel is by far and away my more preferred universe, but Batman is by far and away my favorite superhero. Well, DC. And I will not let you turn him into a fascist icon. DC has a very interesting lore and universe to explore that I feel like they haven't really gotten. A, I feel like outside of the animated universe, the DC, uh, the animated universe, right? Oh, it's phenomenal. Yeah, no, they have done a great job at doing the storytelling that is done in the comics real justice yeah. right uh no pun on the justice League. but i do feel like it's irl movie verse has done a, a aside from the suicide squad and not suicide squad has done a very poor job i mean i guess right christopher nolan's batmans were good the batman movies are always good, right yeah i almost feel like dc is more willing to make a bad Superman movie than they are to make a bad Batman. One hundred percent. And that's a hill. That's an island. I will die. I mean, I will also die on the Batman with prep time always wins. Yeah. Was, no, uh, I know. We all know. Yeah. Repeat listeners though. At this point, check the TikTok. It's the most viewed one. But I would. I will die on the hill that uh, DC will make a bad Superman movie before they make a bad Batman movie. 100%. And we all know what they're willing to do to Wonder Woman. With that being said, uh, Gal Gadot is on her way out, right? She's another one that may not be returning to the James Gunn DC verse. So like I'm saying, or I guess what I'm saying here is, I guess what I'm saying here is, 
who do you think is going to come out on top when this is all over? I think James and Ezra have the same coat guy. <laughs> so you're saying you're saying all your friends do coke, but you don't do coke? Yeah. <laughs> Every one of my friends, I I liked them better before they did it. <sighs> I feel like people are feeling the same way about the Marvel Cinematic Universe right now. Like, you know, right now, they're they're kind of riding that Kevin Feige, you know, and then they're riding that Coke high. <laughs> First of all, a Coke high is the only way you get She-Hulk. Uh, I just want to, and that's no disrespect to She-Hulk. Have you watched all of it yet? Not all of it. I've watched some of it. Listen, if... You stop taking everything that comes out of the MCU so seriously, these shows aren't bad, right? Like I, I didn't hate She-Hulk. The ending was just no, fucking awful. Lots of people hated She-Hulk, dog. And I'm just like, if you go back and you watch some of your goaded content with like without the rose glasses on, my nigga, then you will see that it's not it's not all fucking Oscars and Emmys that you thought it was. The Hawker show is still phenomenal. It is, though. It, um, like, it, it really is. But also, that's us coming from the perspective that, like, we accept anime's cheesiness. A lot of people that's the thing. Like, can't also, get we'll, past... We'll stop Yu Yu real quick. Yu Yu has its, like, cheesy moments, but it is not a cheesy series. It's like, not, but a lot of people can't get past the cheesiness in anime. Like, anime is very heavy-handed with that moral uplifting aspect of the team building, the friendship stuff. Like, I, it's... I, I think... It's very brony esque I think Yu Yu Hakusho is the quintessential shonen. I think it is the everything that you want in a shonen done perfect. I I don't have much of an argument for that actually because you know as you know it's like, one of my it's, top 10 right it's like because Yu Yu Hakusho is not one of the shows that has like a super sprawling narrative no like that's when like you get to storytelling like One Piece Hunter x Hunter where they're yeah, doing no this is not like a Lord of the Rings we're like talking a about pure shonen I think Yu Yu Hakusho might just be the best pure shonen ever made it's almost like comparative to like the trials of Hercules, right? Like in more in the linear of storytelling, as far as that shonen is concerned. Tournament arcs in anime exist because of the dark tournament. Yeah, that that's kind of my point, though, right? Like the trials, like like what what's that trope you always say? It's either Shakespeare, the Bible, or Greek. Shakespeare, the Bible, mythology, or history. Um, and and in the case of Yu Yu show right it's less of a lord of the rings kind of telling less of a harry potter and more of like i said like a, like a greek fable or some shit like that right um this street I rat mean, versus use k harry david and goliath <laughs> the street rat from the uh fucking damn i called him a street rat and he's then a I dimwit <laughs> this thug from the streets of Tokyo, right? Is it is it Tokyo that he lives in? I I don't think it's actually. Like, no, it's I don't Zen, think it's. But I don't think it is. Yeah, Tokyo. I don't think it's Tokyo either. This this street thug from a. He's from a neighboring town of in, Mushiori City. I can in, tell you that. 
Japan. Uh, becomes a demon detective. No, he was already a demon. I said a demon detective. Becomes a demon detective. detective. Spirit detective. Right, where he hunts demons. Um, Turns out, it's actually a demon. Spoiler alert. He's the (laughs) Mazaku. And that's why. Another quick aside. Yusuke going full Mazaku against Sensui is one of the most savage ass whoopings in anime history. Welcome to the Quick Aside podcast. (laughs) He beat the dog shit out of Sensui. Nah, you ain't wrong about that. But um, do you think that the DCEU is set up in a position to beat the dog shit out of the MCU with this retcon? No? You don't think they got it in them? I'm I'm really waiting for this Blade movie. Like, I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like, I, I, I'm more excited I for the Blade reboot. As far as- Hold on. I'm more excited for the Blade reboot than I was for Wakanda Forever. And I said that during Black History. I was about to say. <laughs> then it, do you know that Blade is responsible for the entire MCU? Yes. That is an why island that you will die on. That is an island a lot of black people will die on. And that is why I feel like there's a lot of weight. I personally feel like there's a lot of weight moving forward here with how they do this Blade movie. I'm giving an impromptu championship ring. To Wesley Snipes? To Wesley Snipes! With three in the bottom of ninth inning to become the world champion yet again. Anything's possible. Anything's possible! And they need some really big rings. They need some really nice things. Better be coming with no strings. Better. Wesley Snipes, though, he would be like, no, I don't need it. I already got it. Trust me. He's I like, I got it. all of the jewels from New Wesley, City. No, great. he got all the jewels from Thanos. Nigga, what you talking about? Wesley Snipes was like, I ran so Robert Downey Jr. could walk. Son, what did you say? <laughs> Wesley Snipes is literally sitting in a trailer somewhere going, Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. would be nothing without me. (laughs) Can we make it a thing? All right, this is how I'm going to end the segment. Other than saying that I feel like the Blade movie is more important than Wakanda Forever and that is a hill I will die on. Because if they do the Blade movie dirty, it means they will be doing the entire Marvel Universe dirty. And that is something that the black community, I, I, I personally feel like the black community won't live with. But that, that, that is just my opinion. Also, you would be more upset if they fucked up Blade than if they fucked up Black Panther. Yes. Yes, 100%. 100%. Is this because it is the character who just happens to be black? instead of the black character. Can you name any other black vampires other than Blackula? God damn it! My point is black people don't get to be let into the fantasy space and Blade was one of those moments where it didn't even matter that it was a comic book, right? It was a black vampire, right? And it was a black vampire that fucking kicked ass. Right, like, and and didn't take shit from anybody. And unapologetically not, black. Not Kevin Smith. Not Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> as Charlie Murphy said, like Wesley Snipes is the darkness. <laughs> Yo. Yo.
<laughs> and that was dope as fuck. It was fucking Nino Brown, dog. Like Nino Brown was a vampire hunter. <laughs> like I a vampire hunter vampire. vampire. I cannot explain to you how gangster that was. And that is like you know around like the same time we got like Michael Job White as Spawn and shit like that. And it's just like it. I as like a young black child like that. That shit was so cool. Right, and like Black Panther is dope. Like I'm so glad that Ryan Coogler got that position and he was able to do something fucking historic with that. But Blade was historic too. Blade completely revived the Marvel franchise. Marvel was about to have to like sell off like all of its rights and stuff like that and then they started making movies and one of the first ones they did wasn't fucking Spider-Man which has always been their leading guy. Spider-Man is also like, aside from Superman, Spider-Man is probably like the number and Batman and Batman. I think Spider-Man is like the- In the Rolling Stone top 200 icons, I think they actually had Spider-Man higher than Batman. Yeah. They both, all three of them made it, but I think Spider-Man was higher than Batman. Spider-Man. Granted that list is 20 plus years. Spider-Man didn't bring Marvel back from the dead. You know who did? A black ass motherfucker named Wesley Snipes. That's who did. And on that note, we gonna take a break. Yeah, no, so I'm very interested to see what Mahershala Ali and, uh, you know, Disney have planned for this new Blade movie. I'm really interested in to know what the Eagles' prospects are for next year since they lost the Super Bowl. You're a dick. You mentioned last week about how much we love our staple bits, right? Oh, you got a good a good staple bit for us today? Yeah, well, uh, let's bring in a title shift. Switch. Now this is a little bit of a strange title shift, and we've done it before on an episode, kind of, but uh, you are going to help me do some homework, because this is a question I have for my history of film class. Who are you? So there's a film that's been made about a biopic of your life. Pitch it here in writing one to three sentences. A pitch is colorful, concise form, combining a little synopsis and a little drama to sell a narrative work like a film or book. In the pitch, be sure to tell me what the film is about and have a good description of its main character. You. I have to have a good description of myself? You want me to describe myself for the podcast? No, I want you to describe me. Also, <laughs> so here, here's what I wrote down. So, who's the director? What kind of style? What kind of plot? What's the setting? Who's it starring? Well, for starters, if it's a movie about me, is it gonna be, like, are you thinking like an elongated, like, plot, like, or are you thinking something that happens in 24 hours? I'm definitely giving you, like, the Ferris Bueller thing. You get, you got, like, a 20, yeah, like, I need your, with your ADHD, you could tell me your entire life in a 24-hour time span, right? And it's definitely gonna be some kind of, like, wacky hijinks movie where you accidentally stumble onto like a suitcase full of money 
or like you well i mean my first thought when i was thinking about like a 24-hour story would be the trip that zach and i took to florida that just ended in ah, yep yeah see that's what i mean wacky hijinks right all the way through that whole story is basically the movie sex drive <sighs> without the weird amish like orgy thing and no top green it's always better with it. Is it time to Deep cut. My bum is on your lips. My bum is on your lips. Seth Green. I'm talking Tom Green. Daddy, do you want some sausage? Was Tom Green in that movie? I remember. Yes, he was. I remember Seth Green was in that movie. I think they even made a movie. reference to Freddy Got Fingered in that movie. You might be right. You might be right. That's a deep cut for all you 90s kids two out there. deep cuts. And Gen Xers. So, of all of the stories I've told you, which story would be the best movie? Uh, that one was pretty good. That one more reminds me of Dude, Where's My Car? Who would direct this thing? This feels like a Judd Apatow flick. Yeah, absolutely. I need somebody with, like, oddball, off-the-wall humor to direct this shit. Maybe even Johnny Knoxville. Executive producer Johnny Knoxville? Yeah. And executive producer Adam Sandler, so you could have like, oh, ooh, and Jack Black. No, we're going too overboard here. Too many no. cooks in the kitchen. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, first of all, you like it overproduced and like <laughs> extravagant. So, God damn it, you're right. You would need lots of musical numbers, and I feel like the best people to write musical numbers for you would be Adam Sandler and Jack Black. But I'd also just want a soundtrack. I mean, of course you would want a soundtrack, and you don't think you would get that soundtrack with one of well, the I members think the of Tenacious D? Well, we talked D. about this, I think you said that, no, we said it would be like a John Hughes movie. Yeah. I, it, starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I still feel like Joseph Gordon-Levitt would be, a young Joseph Gordon-Levitt would be good to play you. Now, now... Damn, who would play you now? Well, are we talking about like 21 year old me? Yeah. Tom Holland. <sighs> Tom Holland is way too short to play you. He's also not attractive enough. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like a Beyonce song. And Sieges is a battle rapper. That's a hell of a name for a battle rapper. <laughs> Conceited is a hell of a battle rapper. So what did you have written down for yourself? Nothing. Nothing. Oh, so you haven't started the assignment yet. No, I've started the assignment by asking you. <laughs> because one thing I know is uh, anybody that writes a biopic about themselves makes terrible movie. Speaking of things that did not go over. I also had a bit of a staple bit. It's not really a staple bit, but every now and again, I, I like top tens. We all like top tens, right? Everybody likes the top 10. Hey, I even thought of an impromptu bit on the way over here. We have a top 10 here. Top 10 or 10 box office flops that were actually great movies. And at the end of this, I'm gonna ask you, while I simmer on your biopic. 
So, uh, this CBR listicle has 10 movies that bombed at the box office but have actually great ratings or, you are know, these cult like all following. Or... No, these are like movies. Not, they're not older than like fucking. How like many of them eight. are cult classics that I might have seen? So, number 10 is Event Horizon. Heard the title, never seen the movie. You've never seen Event Horizon? Okay, all right. So as I go through this list, I kind of want you to tell me if you've ever actually seen any of these movies. I'll tell you if I've seen them and or if I have heard of them. Okay, so Event Horizon is, uh, you know, a sci-fi movie that a lot of people accused uh, at the time, accused of being too much like Space Odyssey 2021. Um, and it only earned 27 million at the box office when it took 60 million to make the movie. Space Odyssey 2001, excuse me. 2001, a Space Odyssey? Event Horizon is more <laughs> like a horror movie, though. Like, it's, it sounds like Dead Space. Yeah, it kind of. So it's not like Dead Space, but it's about this crew who goes in search to rescue a ship called the Event Horizon. And when they arrive at the ship, there's all kinds of like paranormal and otherworldly activity. The movie is uh, a very good example of a- Oh, it's a something's in the house, but it's a something's in the spaceship. It's a Lovecraftian horror kind of thing, right? Something's in the Um, house, but this time it's a spaceship. But the spaceship is the thing that is taking over the minds of the- It's a something in, yeah. in, in the house. It's a something in space. It's a something in the house. Space. Uh, number nine is Iron Giant. I have seen the Iron Giant. The Iron Giant. And it is, it is a great movie. Um, the Iron Giant, believe it or not, only made 31 million at the box office. It is definitely, so Do you I know, say that, Schroding, that Avatar is Schrodinger's blockbuster. Yeah. I feel like Iron Giant is the opposite of you know, I feel like everybody in our age generation has seen Iron Giant. It took seventy million to make. I did not see it in theaters. No, no, neither Definitely did I. Definitely saw it on VHS. Yes, yeah, or at home streaming on TV, right? Uh, streaming on TV. I feel like that was a weird thing to say, but I'm gonna I'm, on I'm, cable. I'm gonna gloss over that. Um, the Suicide Squad was number eight, earning. Just 171 million. Is this the Will Smith one? No, no, this is the second one. Oh. Yeah. So the one with Idris Elba. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that movie was awesome. Yeah, no, it took 171 to make. It's actually DC, the DCEU's worst performing movie ever. Which is funny because it's one of their best. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It did worse than Birds of Prey and the original Suicide Squad show. Peacemaker is such an incredible series, too. Yes. Another DC property, Batman Mask of the Phantasm, which is also arguably probably... The greatest Batman movie ever made. Of all time. Of all fucking time. That movie is so fucking good. (laughs) Yes. It only made 5.6 million. I didn't even realize that it was fucking released in yes. the box office. It is widely accepted to be the reason why DC doesn't put out animated movies in theaters anymore. And it is also, like I said, it is probably the single greatest, not animated, but just Batman movie 
ever. Ever. No. no. It's so phenomenal. No, Mask of Fantastic. It's great. It's an actual <laughs> masterpiece. Um, number six was The Abyss, a James Cameron movie. So here's something to keep in mind with James Cameron movies. You know how, like, super over budget they are? Yeah. The funny thing is, is James Cameron's actually really frugal, so it could be a $200 million budget movie. He's probably getting $350 million in value out of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. That's from him coming from the school of Roger Corman. Culture and context, people! So, I've never seen The Abyss. It also is another movie. Um, Mission to Mars. Now, are they rescuing Matt Damon? Any movie involving space, I'm just hoping that Matt Damon isn't in it. Because I know he's going to fuck up. <laughs> like, it's a meme at this point. Like, The Martian, Interstellar. The whole reason the Interstellar was they were trying to save Matt Damon, and Matt Damon almost gets fucking Matthew McConaughey killed. No, Mission to Mars was uh, wasn't built as a fast-paced action epic noir, um, the type of horror story that typical space films were at the time. Rather, it was a slow-building drama sci-fi. The film is uh, the film starred Gary uh, Sins, Tim Robbins, and Don Cheadle. Apparently, at the time it was released, audience were particularly interested. I've never seen the movie, so I can't really speak on it. Kingdom of Heaven, which I actually did see in theaters. I fell asleep, though. It was uh, Ridley Scott's epic historic drama about the soldiers on their crusade to Israel. Um, it was $130 million. Uh, <laughs> it, excuse me. It only made 130 million compared to its 220 million dollar budget, and a lot of people, you know, now look back at the movie and think that the performances of Liam right, Neeson so and Orlando Bloom were fantastic. We are at number four. Number three is "It's a Wonderful Life." That's right, the Christmas parody that is probably one of the most parodied Christmas. <laughs> Parodies, other than a uh, Christmas story. <laughs> no, no, a Christmas Carol. Excuse me. It's um, a Wonderful Life. You mean yes. the most popularly yes. viewed communist propaganda in American history? Um, only made two point three million dollars in the box office. Probably because it was released in the middle of the Red Scare and seemed as communist propaganda. No, excuse me. It failed to uh, make bank on its. $2.3 million budget. So it performed less than, it made less than $2.3 million. Now, adjusted for inflation. I'm not. That movie did come out in like the 1950s. Yeah, but it still didn't make its money back, regardless of Because inflation. it might have been communist propaganda during the Red Scare. <laughs> Number two is Dread. Uh, at the 2012 Dread reboot, which I did see and actually was like a good movie, but I didn't. I, I also did not see it in theaters, right? Um, it wasn't. I'm the marketing at the time, I guess, wasn't really enough to make me want to go see it in theaters. But I, after watching the movie, I did wish that I could. It's a movie that I would go see in theaters if it was re-released. In because it, the the reboot is way better than the original Dread. You want to guess what number one is? What are the what's the <clears> chances <throat> of I seeing this movie? Like a eight out of ten. Genre? It's most of it's been sci-fi, so you you'd be pretty good to guess it's sci-fi. Within the last twenty years. Remember that we are in twenty twenty three. Within the last twenty years. 
No. 30? No. 40? Yes. Starship Troopers? Damn it. Blade Runner. Oh! God! Yeah. No, Blade Duh. Runner. Duh! Yeah. <laughs> Duh! Movie's a fucking masterpiece! Yeah. Yes. Which performed terribly at the box office. My history of film class, the beginning slide that he has on at the beginning of every single class is a screenshot from Blade Runner. Here's the thing. Okay, Blade Runner is an overall masterpiece. One. Two. Blade Runner is a cinemagraphic, like, mind-boggle. That the way, like, the original, especially the original, like, this was before, like, CGI and shit like that, right? And not before CGI, but, like... Very early. Yeah. Like, this is a little after the no, original No, but every single story. one of... It's almost like every single one of the shots in that movie could be, like, a literal painting on a fucking wall, right? Like, the entire... Like, that entire movie could be, like, just a fucking mural on the side of a building. It would have to be a very long building, because that movie's very long. And that's the reason why people didn't want to see it. Because <laughs> they were like, what the fuck is this fucking space sci-fi thriller robot love story shit? <laughs> it's a Ridley Scott picture. That's what it is. Yo, it was, and it's great. You should watch Blade Runner if you had the time. Sit down. It is, once again, a masterpiece. Uh, um, but yeah, you... I can watch through 500, I think... With I think we watched through episode 504 on the way home, but like 500 something episodes of One Piece, you could sit through two and a half hours of Blade Runner. You had to watch how many episodes of One Piece? Um, I think 504 so far. 504. You've watched all 504 episodes of One Piece, yeah. and so so you're going back and you're rewatching an old show. Would you ever go? This is and- my first time watching One Piece. Would you ever go watch an old movie in a movie theater? Yes, I think I would. I think it depends on the movie, but I would love to see how really, really, really ridiculously good looking Derek Zoolander is on the big screen. Are you serious? Are you serious? I would 100% see Zoolander. Are you serious? Dog, I am so blown that your answer to this question the first answer i would want to see a dark knight in theaters again the first answer was zoolander I though would want to see Ferris Bueller in theaters. the first answer was zoolander though i'm not i want to watch the great mouse detective in theaters i'm really not oh, okay now hold on that that is a good fucking pick that's a good one that's a good one. I can get down with that. The, but the fucking first answer was Zoolander, though. I can't. I'm not really mad at it, though. I'm really not mad. At it. I'm gonna pick like, one. All right, I'm gonna pick one, and you're gonna be like, why? But I want to watch Hercules. It's the first movie I can ever remember me seeing in theaters. The first movie I ever remember seeing in theaters was Aladdin. That makes sense. Aladdin came out about two years before Hercules. And whole time though, on the set, <laughs> I might actually pay money to go watch Aladdin in theaters again, dog. <laughs> them epic, them Disney epics, dog. Like that whole run, like Hercules, Aladdin, Lion so would King, you say you almost Little would be Mermaid. More enticed to go see an old movie in theaters than to see a new movie in theaters? Actually, at this point, and it's not fair, right? Because there are lots of 
interesting movies that like are being say, made. Here's right. a good example. Say they put a Bugs Life on. Oh no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Are you taking no. Des and Daphne? Uh, Des wouldn't want to go see a Bugs Life in theaters, but Daphne might, right? Because uh, she's still young and thinks bugs are cute. They also make the bugs look cute. Spirited Away, though. Yeah, I would definitely. That, that yeah. was on the last time I went to Anime Night. Yeah, no, I would. I would pay I to really, take really my kids to go see it. I was it. trying to get them to pick Mono, Princess Mononoke. They were yes. just like, "All right, it's Studio Ghibli night." I would pay to take Des to go see the fucking Jimmy Neutron movie <laughs> in theaters. I would go see Princess Mononoke. Yeah, no, that would be good. Oh, fucking um, but I would definitely fucking pay to see Akira in theaters. Oh my god! Yeah. There's actually, I think it, there's a theater, I think, in Towson. Um, I saw a Studio Ghibli, I think I saw Howl's Moving Castle in a movie theater. I'll have to ask the person who I went with what the theater was, because I think they do retro showings for stuff like this. And this is wild, right? Because the movie theater industry is like slowly dying as we speak. And it's terrible because the movie going experience is great. And well, I don't. Movie theaters have actually been on a decline since like the 1940s. Okay, I guess if we like look at an so overall trend. The movie business is always tough. No, but if we're not being smarmy about it, like <laughs> the. It's yes, I guess since the invention of home viewing, movie theaters have slowly been dying out. Right, and with the invention of streaming, it's really putting the final nail in the coffin. And it's sad because I am a little afraid of what it is going to do to the movie industry. Because if you look at movies um, that are being produced purely for streaming, like I said, the storytelling doesn't always, and I guess I, I don't know, it feels weird to say, right? But to me, especially like with like the action movies and the movies that are really like easy to piecemeal like comedies and stuff like that they're not really like as heartfelt as they used to be does that make sense like it's more like oh this hits like plot a plot b plot c it's all so formulaic and like i said the pacing is like weird it's like there are these marks that they just need to hit and the actors are still trying to give the best performances they can but the, the director doesn't even really give a shit. And that's fucking awful. So, you know, I do think people should still keep going to the movie theaters. I don't feel like fucking Martin Scorsese, though, and think that, like, all Marvel movies are just theme park rides. Although, a lot of people who saw Ant-Man and the Wasp are feeling like maybe, maybe it's time to get off the ride, right? So, the question is, is what do we do do we go support movies that don't have like these huge promos behind them and we just kind of have to like risk what we're going into and spending the outrageous amount of money a fucking movie ticket costs right like we know now with inflation them shits is like 15 16 dollars depending on where you at and now you gotta like choose assigned seats and shit and <laughs> that's just the beginning of it you got some movie theaters that are kind of like trying to 
change the movie going experience by offering like fine dining and alcohol and changing up the way the seating is and stuff like that to kind of revamp the experience of movie going but i feel like a good idea would be showing old movies again right like that's the whole reason we got netflix in the first fucking place is so we could go back and watch belly for no reason <laughs> and like yeah throw that shit back on in. christmas yeah apparently belly is a christmas movie yeah it's also a new year's but with that being said would you go and watch an old movie in a movie theater? How much would you pay to go watch an old movie in a movie theater? What would be a movie you would go and watch in a movie theater if it was re-released, right? I would go pay $15 to watch Zoolander in a movie theater if it came with a drink. I think that's wild that you pay $15 for that. But when we come back, I want to talk about how some restaurants are getting into the subscription model. What? And we'll be back at y'all later after this break. It's Lent. You know what that means. It's actually not Lent. By the time this comes out, we'll be two weeks into Lent. Whatever. It's Lent. You know what that means. You gotta give up something. What you giving up? Well, I'll tell you what the fuck I'm giving up. And it is something that I'm wondering, who the fuck asked for this? Oh, yo, it's me. It's me, the guy who asked. What is this? But why? Hey, who man is this? Why would you do that? Why would you do any of that? Who man is this? You serious? Now look, I know it's that time of season. You push, you know, Ridiculous amounts of solid milk chocolate, you know, hollow milk chocolate in the shape of a bunny. You put $20 inside of an egg and scatter shit all through the yard so the adults can drink. Excuse me, what Easter egg hunt were you running around in where they were hiding $20 in the Easter eggs? One $20. Right. One of the Easter Okay, eggs. okay, that's fair. The gold one, right? Yeah, yeah no, all right. I feel like that's... Uh, that's yeah, you had me they being like... all of the kids out to find this Easter egg so that the adults can drink. You had me and like, what kind of fucking yacht club Easter egg hunt did you go to where <laughs> all the eggs are filled with money, kids? <laughs> Have a blast. Caddy, <laughs> another Arnold Palmer, please. Daddy, this one only had a dollar. Oh, I'm sorry. That's for the help. How much can a banana cost? What, ten dollars? <laughs> <laughs> Any chance you get. What are some other things that come around in Lent? Well, not Jesus. That's that's for Easter. <laughs> We're in like the preview season for Jesus. <laughs> oh my God, is Passion of the Christ 2 coming out on Easter? Would a sitcom about Jesus be called Oh My God? If Bless Jesus got approved. That's low hanging for Oh My God has to get approved. Especially if we get Chuck Lorre on. Like, come on. Come on, guys. Who would we cast as modern day sitcom Jesus? Also, is this a family sitcom? Does um, Jesus have a family? Or is this like Cheers? 
All right. In the spirit of the Velma show that just came out on HBO Max, I think we continue the race swapping and I nominate Randall Park for Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) For just like no reason? Yeah, absolutely no reason. Just make him Asian Jesus. Let him grow his fucking hair out. And I, like I said, I want it directed by like Chuck Lorre. It's like two and a half men style. You know who should be uh, Mother Mary? Gina King. Okay. Okay, no, I'm, I'm totally with it. As, as Randall Park's mom. Yeah. <laughs> She's just negative. And then you have the whole bit where Joseph is like, everybody looks at Joseph and be like, that's not his kid. Yeah. yeah. No, and Joseph has got to be like fucking Paul Rudd or somebody like <laughs> absurdly white. Like just an absurdly white guy. <laughs> where are they living? Bethlehem, duh. Oh, we're just going to do like you know, flint, like Flintstones. All right, that's a little sacrilegious. Uh, is damn yeah, because you threw them back in the Stone Age. Like we was that was like the Bronze Age. I mean, they were crucifying people, so we're still not in the best position. Hmm. L.A. Yeah, Jesus in L.A. just feels right. Like that's literally- fresh off the boat. Yeah, no, maybe that is a little too fresh off the boat. So then New York. Do we throw Jesus in New York or Miami? I was literally just thinking Miami. Miami. (laughs) Because now I'm thinking about Jesus water skiing, right? And it's... I don't have to walk on the water anymore, guys. What what is your I did not ask for this because I am asking for a show where Randall Park plays <laughs> Jesus and Regina King is Mother Mary. So what are some other so, things? Wait, that no, who's going to be the voice of God in this? Because eventually God has to come up, I mean, right? The obvious pick is Morgan Freeman. Do you think we have the budget for I was Morgan Freeman? It would have to be a budget thing. Do you think we would have the budget for Morgan Freeman? Because if not, then, then it would have to be Keith David. I was going to say Lamar Burton. Nah, I want Keith David. And you know who I think should actually be Joseph? Nick Offerman. As that Joseph. Would be fantastic. <laughs> yes. God damn it. This is a brilliant idea, actually. actually. Yes! That cast? Fucking that cast, right? So, is this going to be on Adult Swim? This is Amazon Prime. This is, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Amazon Prime written all over it. That's... Why? Because the budget's gonna still be absurd. Yeah. No. I mean, come on, fucking Randall. He's in. He's in like Disney movies now. Can you right? imagine it? Like Regina King, Virgin Mary gets a couple too many drinks in her at a pool party, and they run out of wine, and she's just like, "Hey, Jesus, do the thing, do the thing." <laughs> <laughs> and Randall Park is like, "Oh, come on." <laughs> <laughs> That's God, the show writes itself. Anyway, <laughs> back to things we didn't ask for. What are things that we hate about Easter that always come back? It's not Jesus. <laughs> we already did this bit. <laughs> things we hate about Easter that always peeps. come back. That is peeps. Correct. Peeps. Yes. Nobody actually likes peeps. They are so insignificant, I didn't even remember they existed just now. <laughs> you know who remembers they existed? Pepsi Corporation. No, what? I don't like where this is going. It already feels like a violation. Keeps flavored Pepsi. I'm sorry. I'm first of all, 
Pepsi has been doing a lot of wild shit lately. Yeah. Like they had that whole Doja Cat uh, soda fountain campaign where they had the like mango cream soda and the cherry vanilla cream soda. I don't know if they were all cream soda. I make it sound like they were all cream soda, but yeah. Cream soda, Dr. Pepper. Cream soda, Dr. Pepper is fucking gas. Um, So good. Then they have that Pepsi Nitro shit, which I think. Tried that. Not great. No. Kind of weird. What is it? Draft Pepsi? Like what's the. Kind of. Have you ever had nitro coffee? It's like that. Oh, so it's Pepsi's coffee thing. Yeah, because yeah, but it's not coffee. It's just espresso Pepsi. Oh, okay, all right, I got it. It's I like it. a nitro brew coffee, but a Pepsi. Pepsi. Right before we were filming, I watched a video essay on like uh, ordinary things. I think is the YouTube channel. Funny guy did a breakdown on like soda co- corporations and like the soda industry and all of that shit and. <laughs> The idea of peep flavored soda is like double. It, it, that's ironic, right? Like it's candy flavored candy. Like I feel like the CEO, when somebody came with that idea, is like, "That's so fucking crazy. That might just work." Well, I mean, Mountain Dew. It's it's a fucking it's a fucking Don Draper. It's toasted bun. <laughs> like no, that was the flaming hot fucking Mountain Dew shit. That's what that was, right? It was like, I do you know who our target market is? Our of course they'll don't drink cause this. Cancer. Our cigarettes are toast. <laughs> One of my favorite scenes in all the television. Yo, literally though, that is what the soda corporations do. Coca-Cola is one of the like main contributors to like scientific research on how like soda isn't bad for you and you just need to exercise more. Um, And it's just weird that like those two things really seem to like contradict each other. Drinking like sugary drinks and also paying money to look like a good guy by donating research to uh, nutritional health and all of that stuff. It's 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 weird, right? Like and almost as weird as Pepsi being like, fuck it. I mean, what could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Marshmallow flavored soda. You niggas like cream soda. That's all it is. Is marshmallow it's flavored bad soda? Marshmallow yeah. flavored soda. No, no, because you can't you even. Probably like you drink it. It's probably like pop rock going off in your mouth too. You can't even use peeps in like s'mores, right? Like, have you ever made a s'more no, out of you a actually peep? Remember that video we saw? We actually. That's what we have to do. This we have to eat a peep s'more. Yeah. No, I. We actually talked about that. Yeah. We have to eat. No, a peep I s'more. have since we've talked about it and. It's I, I don't know. It wasn't hitting to me. It tasted bitter because of the fucking. I think it's the food dye, right? Like, I was gonna say the fact that you just burned a little duck alive. <laughs> <laughs> nah, have you ever had foie gras? I haven't. That's the shit where they like stuff the fucking goose until it <laughs> can't fucking move anymore. People, so so you you being the because i don't i don't drink soda anymore i'm absolutely the fuck not <laughs> did you try the flaming no. hot no no you didn't absolutely do absolutely the fuck not did you ever see the uh what was it the hard mountain dews anywhere oh the sugar-free alcoholic mountain dew seltzer yeah did you no, see that no 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 all right I, I didn't walk into any potion shops recently listeners let us know hit us up 
Let us know if you tried any of these wild soda variations. Um, concoctions. Co concoctions, yeah, because I'm not, I'm, I don't live dangerously like y'all anymore because um, I want to, you know, keep my foot. Oh, that was it? That was the end of the sentence? Yeah, yeah, oh. no, no, because soda will give you diabetes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but I just went to Jaws. No, 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 soda is, soda is terrible for you. I mean, look, and this it's is like coming. The way you delivered that is... It was so dead. I deliver one of my favorite jokes. It's a really dumb joke, but there are two types of people in the world. One that can extrapolate a conclusion based off a given set of data. <sighs> I see what you did there, because I'm not an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but what is uh, not as obvious is like you know the actual like health impacts of soda. I don't I don't mean to like take it there, but it's because I was listening to the video right, and I and I'm I'm personally personally I'm projecting because I love soda right, and it's terrible. I have to give it up because it's awful for you. It's bad. Even drinking like one soda a month is like detrimental to your fucking health. Um, and they know it, right? Which is why they pair it with like cute little things like your favorite mascot or cartoon character or athlete, right? Like they literally pay like athletes who don't fucking drink soda billions of fucking dollars a year to make you think that if you drink soda, you could be just like LeBron, nigga. Or maybe not like well, you and LeBron are the same because y'all, you know, you both like a Coke after a long, hard, hard day. Um... <laughs> Peat flavored soda is a bad idea. <laughs> Who the fuck asked for that? I do want to know if something is a soft move or a boss move. Moving on, it's time for soft move or boss move. Ooh, I got one for you before you get into yours. Still speaking about soda, right? Still talking about soda, right? Still a soft move or boss move? I can't remember what soccer player it was, so I'm gonna say it was Messi. Um, if that's Messi, go ahead and roast me in the comment section. But, but. Like, comment, share, subscribe. <laughs> I believe he, they had like, what, two Coke bottles on the table when he was sitting down to do an interview, and he literally picked them shits up and moved them off camera to the side and grabbed a glass of water and sat it down. And when I tell you stock plummeted because of that one maneuver, right? <laughs> First of all, that's how crazy stocks are. Second of all, yeah. second of all, don't let the magic fool you. Coca-Cola was started by a Confederate soldier. And now we can move forward. And Adidas was started by Nazis. <sighs> Keep going. Uh, which is what's really funny is Kanye pointed that out and then later on turned around and was like, but you know, the Nazis weren't necessarily bad people. Well, I have a much more lighthearted soft move or boss move. move. Oh, also, also agreeing with Nazis is definitely a soft move. Soft move. Um, soft move or boss move. Soft move or boss move. Tyler Hero of the Miami Heat said he'd be willing to get a tattoo of his teammate Jimmy Butler's face if it guaranteed the Miami Heat a championship this year. Soft move or boss move? The level of simpery that that would take is definitely 
a certifiable soft move. Soft move. Like, he can't, that can't have been a serious statement. I'm not going to take that as a serious statement, despite the fact that it's 2023 and this motherfucker is liable to actually get his face tattooed. <laughs> like, it's. I don't know if you or I can actually understand how much NBA players want a championship. That can also be another thing. Listen, listen, no, 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 hold, no, you don't get to say, no, you don't get to say wild shit like that and then not let me retort, dog. Okay, fine. Listen. Because I had something even more wild to say after that. Go ahead. No, no, because I want this podcast to blow, right? Like, I want this shit to pop, son, but I'm also not about to get Susan Wachowski's face tattooed on me because she put us on on YouTube before she left on her way out. Also, Susan Wachowski is stepping down as the head of YouTube. I think we talked about that already, though. Maybe not, but if we didn't, now you know. <laughs> hey, yo, this Miami Vice get up he got on his fucking Vice reckless. <laughs> that shit is reckless, dog. He better have the fucking. Oh yeah, no, you know he got the white loafers on too. Okay, I mean he clean. What the fuck, the little babushka? <laughs> This nigga wearing a babushka with the fucking yaya glasses. I can't <laughs> get out of here. Get out of here. Where he from? He from America? You ready for a wild take? Him being a self-referential and honest with himself to know that Jimmy Butler would be the reason that they would win a championship makes this a boss move. Boss move. That's what you think? You think him getting a tattoo with Tyler here? It is a soft move, however. Knowing that Jimmy Butler, for the rest of your life, not even his, because it will live beyond him, thanks to Twitter, that Jimmy Butler owns you. Even if you are teammates. Owns you, though? <laughs> uh. But he gets to have NBA champion on his Instagram. And you think that's worth getting another nigga face tattoo, don't you? How many people have Tupac tattoos? I mean, that's fair, but as a Tupac fan, I don't, I'm not about to get his face tattooed on me. Some people be like, you're not really a fan. And I would be like, you niggas is crazy. No, Do you know I how actually, much tattoos I, I cost? I agree with you. Cause like I said, I'm planning on getting a strokes tattoo, but it's going to yeah. be a silhouette of Julian. Yeah. Cause I mean, I don't know. Because it's also doubling as like me loving being in the spotlight singing because I'm a narcissistic asshole. But even with like movie characters and shit like that, like I don't, I couldn't see myself getting Blade, Wesley Snipes face tattooed on me as Blade. Like I'm okay. You know how many people that is running around out there with Jack Nicholson from The Shining tattoos on them? And I'm like, you just got this crazy white dude face on your body Heath for the Ledger rest of the life. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. I want to ask a tattoo artist, how many times have you done like X, Y, and Z tattoos? It depends on what kind of tattoos you, or like even where the tattoos are, right? Like I'm like, how many- like, How many Joker eyes have you done? How many live, love, learns, or live, laugh, loves? I want to know what the weirdest first- How many butterflies? I want to <laughs> know what somebody's like weirdest first placement was. The bicep is a typical one. The tramp stamp, that's pretty typical. Mm -hmm. Somebody come in and be like, 
Yo, I want like the back of my fucking, or like the inside back of my fucking calf tattooed with like. That was where, not the inside of the back of his calf, but Zach's <laughs> first tattoo is on the back of his calf. <laughs> It's the, uh, the Nen chart from Hunter x Hunter. I feel like the back of your calf is a wild place to get a first tattoo, right? Not wild in the sense of like... I feel like oh, I got that's... a bold spot for my second, which is my ribs. Yeah. Both of my first tattoos were on my arm. I feel like... No, people... actually, the whole time, that's a lie. My first tattoo was on my chest. I feel like people that normally get their ribs tattooed already have a bunch of tattoos and they're just running out of space. <sighs> I don't know. Rib tattoos are cool to me. Also, your back is all ribbed, so technically, if you have a back tattoo, you also have a rib tattoo. <laughs> Today we learned. It's not but that you, it's you all really, ribs. Like this but... is a certified 100% soft move for you. Get another nigga face tattooed on you for like, I don't know the lulls. Like, <laughs> I guess it's the not for ring. the for the ring. There can only be no. It's not. There can only be one. The precious. <laughs> Precious. Nah, I'm not about that life. Nope, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dog. I, it's not happening. You could be like, you never said in what context Jimmy Butler's face had to be tattooed onto you. On oh, the bottom of my foot. It's like, that's probably one of the well, most Well, no, I'm not. Places. Like, you could, like, make, you know, like, a fucking dragon getting attacked by, like, a knight in shining armor, and Jimmy Butler's face is, like, the face of the dragon. Like, I thought you were gonna say Jimmy Butler getting attacked by a dragon. That's another option. Just get a Jimmy Butler meme tattooed on you. I mean... Boom, Tyler Hero, there you go. You know how... You know how much tattoos cost. I guess they're basketball players, right? Don't it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Fuck. It doesn't matter, right? Like I'm over Tyler here. Tyler Hero is on his second contract. That means he doesn't give a flying fuck. Yeah, I'm over here thinking with my logical brain, right? Also, Miami, no state taxes. Miami doesn't have state, or that's excuse me, Florida Miami, doesn't have yeah, state that's one taxes. One of the reasons Miami gets so many of the big free agents. Ah. Uh, they're like, we don't have state taxes. That makes sense. Neither does Delaware. Yeah, but nobody wants to go Did play. play? <laughs> does Delaware have a team? Wilmington. No, they have minor no. leagues. Yeah. That's <laughs> wild. Delaware is basically split between, like, Philly fans and Delaware fans and Jersey. I was going to say Delaware doesn't exist. It's not a real place. It's the first state. <laughs> they'll never let you forget it. <laughs> Neither will Joe Biden. <laughs> Yo, get the... Th I'm sorry. We probably just like, there's one dude listening in Delaware just now that was like, man, what the fuck? Fuck these guys. He's probably the dude that told us to keep our day jobs. Joke's on you. I work third shift. <laughs> We've brag. been growing, yeah. Not to brag. Yeah, but growth is good. Cheers to the growth. And Shout out to the, the growth. Golf clap for the growth. Yeah. And golf clap to the subscribers. Yeah. Shout out to y'all for coming back. And listening to this hot mess every Sunday and Saturday and whenever it actually drops at this point. I do um, my best. Consistency is also part of the growth. <laughs> We're doing our best. I, and by that, I mean I'm doing my best. I got three episodes out last week. I'm fucking proud of myself. Yeah, you, you're beasting. You're, you're cranking it out. You're cranking it out. Um, speaking of last time on The Flood with Doc and Ziggy, uh, earlier in part one, you mentioned how Frasier had a subscription, you said, sir? Or, yeah, to go see, I, it's like, I think he said it's like $35 a month and he gets to basically go see as many movies as he wants. 
as many movies. It makes me feel like he has movie pass. Right. Um, and he's, he's also either walking distance or a cheap Uber away from the movie I felt like when I initially heard of MoviePass that it was a subscription service to the movie theaters would probably be a good thing, right? For a dying industry that needs any hope it can get. Uh, <laughs> it's also arguable that the movie industry has been dying since the 1940s. <sighs> anyway! <sighs> this is things I learned about in my history of film class. I mean, to say, as I said the last time you said this, to say that the movie theater industry is, has been dying since the 1940s is kind of like... That in quotes. It's right. just, it hit its absolute peak in the 1940s. When people had absolutely nothing to do other than go to the movies. Now, though, as they are burgeoning billion-dollar industries, Paramount, Disney, all of these Amazon... Netflix, DC, all of these companies are making huge profits, raking in billions of dollars, and uh, the subscription service, other than MoviePass, which turned out to be like a huge dumpster fire, would could actually be a good idea for the film industry and theater going purposes, right? But what I don't know is if that subscription model fits in as many places as they're trying to cram it, right? Like, uh, I don't know if you heard one of the latest debacles with automaker BMW is they were now charging subscription services for certain amenities in your car. I did hear about that. Such as heated seats, a function that the car comes built with, you now have to pay for to use. Um, some printers, some new printers, right, have subscription services for their ink refills because, you know, printer ink is like a fucking organized crime racket. Yeah. Uh, it is literally cheaper to buy a brand new fucking printer than it is to replace printer ink in most places. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. And, and with this new subscription model that they offer, if you don't pay your subscription on time even if you have full cartridges in the tank of your printer they will shut off and you will not be able to print things what the <laughs> so like i said organized crime and it does feel a bit like especially now with like adobe needing subscriptions and you can't just buy software anymore um we're slowly yeah, rolling I mean, back like i told you i had the adobe student discount which was supposed yeah. to be 20 dollars a month yeah and then they were charging me an extra 30 just for access to getty stock images which i didn't need i say all that to say this um the subscription model fits some things right like streaming services and maybe movie theaters uh, but it doesn't fit other things. And one place that it is trying to fit in now is restaurants. That's right. You heard me. Some of your favorite restaurants uh, experimented with a subscription style service. And a lot of this started during COVID, right? Like certain restaurants were offering monthly deals where if you know you paid a certain amount of money you could receive you know uh two free dishes a month or unlimited drinks 
coffees, teas, things of that nature. Um, and with the average American balancing what uh, the NPR article said was six to seven subscriptions a month, it seemed like free perks to your favorite restaurant might not be a bad idea, right? Especially if you know you're. I only- use the apps for restaurants, but I wouldn't. I'm not paying any subscription for a restaurant uh, right so well a lot of restaurants the, have loyalty memberships right yeah, so let's go down the what's subscriptions i have so i have hulu disney plus okay podbean okay spotify amazon so i have five that yeah. i can think of off the top of my head Okay, well, I mean, check it out. So, like, some of the perks that some of these restaurants are offering for $130 a month, uh, Gravitas Supper Club offers their subscribers three course takeout meals for two, right? Wait, say that again? Subscribers get a three course takeout meal for two. Once a month? Yeah. How much? 130 bucks. To subscribe? Yeah. P.F. Chang's also offers a $6.99 per month subscription where their members get free delivery amongst other perks. Um, a, another restaurant in San Francisco called El Lopo has about 26 members in their Take Care of Me Club where they pay either $89 per month for $100 in dining credits or $175 per month for $200 in dining credits. That makes sense to me. That makes more sense to you? That one's a little weird to me, right? Like $89 a month for 11 extra dollars in dining credits? Well, if you know you're going to use it. So in this model, I feel like that's drinks, right? So that means you get free drinks, right? You paid $89 for your meal and then... (laughs) You get uh, for two meals, maybe, maybe two meals, right? Because what? It was like three episodes ago we were talking about the average date has gone up to $100 per person now. Other restaurants were offering subscription models. Uh, Taco Bell did a $10 taco lover's pass where each subscriber gets a taco every day for a month. Right? So for $10 a month, you get one free taco a day from Taco Bell. That's terrible for your stomach but i mean i guess that's good for the budget right like when in doubt you know you can always taco it out panera offered a 11 99 per month subscription uh where you get unlimited hot and cold drinks for a month that's not bad right like you know it uh, so like if you're there all the time right like so i'm up in the air about it right like like, my dad eats at Panera all the fucking time. He probably subscribes to it. <laughs> Is there a restaurant that you would get a subscription to? Like, you, McDonald's, right? Like, uh, how far off do you think McDonald's is, is from offering a subscription service? They already, like, if you download their app, you already get, like, a free fry a day, right? Uh, it's no longer free. It's now a dollar nineteen. A dollar nineteen, yeah. not even ninety nine cents. Nope. Like <laughs> I've seen all of those prices incrementally tick up. I used to be able to get two McDoubles, a large fry, and a large Coke for four fifty. Oh, I knew we were in a fucking um, recession when they took away the dollar menu, and they were like, mm, "Now, now you can do like two for two, like <laughs> two McDoubles for three fifty. Yeah. Like what? What the fuck are we doing, McDonald's? 
Do you remember when a burger used to be like 25 cents? Do you remember the 89 cent no, menu? No, I don't. I'm not, that, I'm not that old. The 89 cent menu at Taco Bell? Oh, yeah, because everybody had a dollar menu and Taco Bell was like, ah, yeah. watch me. Watch me work. Let him cook. <laughs> let him cook. Like, <laughs> let him cook. Um, anyway, and now and now they're doing ten dollar tacos or yeah, ten dollar a month free tacos. I like, wouldn't do that. Like, all right, so to your stomach. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do a subscription to Taco Bell, but like Wendy's, where you can buy the the um, frosty tab. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Oh, so was Wendy's ahead of the game with the frosty tab, right? Because like. I guess you only paid one time for that, though, yeah. right? Yeah, so, I mean, still, still, Wendy's kind of paving the way here. Um, Six flag season passes. Uh, right, so theme parks have been doing subscription services for a long time. Um, what's something I would not buy a subscription service to? Healthcare. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> He's on fire! <laughs> No, um, real answer though. Ooh, ooh, actually, like owning a car, like oh god, except for we do, right? <laughs> Another one. That one was unintentional though. I got at, one for you. At least with that one, you own the car after a period of time. That's if you don't wreck that shit beforehand. I got one. This falls into more of unnecessary monthly slip cover subscription. Slip cover for like your couch. Oh god, no, that would suck. That's like, it's so unnecessary. That's like rent a center, right? It's like yeah, no. So like, well, like now next month you can have a floral pattern for your couch. Then the next month it could be plaid. Could you imagine if you had to pay a subscription to work at your job, like a monthly due? They pay you all month. Something, but, something unions. But at the end of ah, funny, no. But at the end of the month, Amazon was like, "All right, um, you, you want to keep working here?" Something, something factory towns. <laughs> We're not far from it. Could you imagine if you had the? the I was about to be a total edge lord just now, uh, and be like, "Imagine if you had to pay a subscription to breathe." Except that's stupid, right? That's that's dumb. They can't. Could they? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, How far off from Repo the Genetic Opera are we? <laughs> oh, man. Shitty things for a subscription. Could you imagine if you had to pay a subscription to use the grocery store? I'm just thinking about like things that you're just like, why do I need to get this shit yeah, to me no, every month? Like, do you need a light bulb I know. subscription? Cut that do one Do you really out. need a light bulb subscription? Um, that's called an electricity bill. <laughs> I mean, no, like every month you get a variety of different light bulbs. It's called an electricity bill. <laughs> Oddly enough, the more we dig into this, the more I find I'm subject to all kinds of subscriptions that yeah, I no, don't I want. I was thinking, I was like, and really, taxes are just the subscription service to live in America. Yeah, to live in your country, right? Uh, damn, damn. So I guess the subscription model is a subscription service. Oh my god, it was just, this just got really meta. And I guess that means that this island floats. We're seeing this island. We're on this floating island. We're watching this floating island. Could you imagine if we had to pay a subscription to be on this floating island? We have to pay a subscription to talk about this floating island. 
Or at least to tell you about that we're talking about this floating island. It's look, it's, it's a subscription service for life. It's too late. They've already won. The subscription model is clearly the penultimate model. Late stage capitalism is nothing more than subscription services. It's to everything. For everything. <laughs> God, that's awful. Uh <laughs> socialism, please hurry. No, but I mean, all jokes aside, though, I don't really think that the subscription model thing is a bad idea for restaurants. Like, can you imagine a Waffle House subscription where you get a free waffle every day? Like a free waffle and like some hash browns, maybe for what, like 12 bucks a month? Maybe this is a good idea for like local restaurants, right? Like places that uh, don't get the big promotion that some of your bigger chain restaurants would get and have trouble kind of like breaking through the um, routine of going to a McDonald's or Burger King or an Applebee's, right? Only time will tell. Damn, I can't believe we really just got to the bottom of all of that and figured out that everything is a fucking subscription service. Just sitting under the guise of being subscribed to shit that I ain't got no business being subscribed to is just a reminder that none of this is normal thank you guys for tuning in with us for another episode we really appreciate it you can find us at the flood pod on everything and that is on everything make sure to like subscribe share and follow and for all of our card players check out tokenmtg.com use the promo code ziggy for 10 percent off of your order for Yu-Gi-Oh, pokemon flesh and blood magic gathering board games card game supplies anything like that check out their store in edgewater they even have a rad arcade in there oh that's, that's tight right. i just brought back the word rad that's tight and we'll be back at you guys with more of the not normal next week deuces, deuces. Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates.